Hi, this is Melba Moore. When I'm in London, I listen to All Flavors Radio. Imagine if you got what you want every time. No struggle, no hard work, no challenges, no hard work required. Some of you are saying that would be great. You would be weak. And then when something hard comes up in your life, you wouldn't know how to handle it because you have never gone through anything that strengthens you. You cannot grow without struggle. You cannot develop strength without resistance, without challenging yourself, without struggle. Pain is your friend. Maybe not in the moment, but for the evolution of your soul, for the long-term benefit of you as a stronger human being, pain is your friend. If you didn't have failures, if you didn't have struggles, if you didn't have disappointment, you could have no strength, no courage, no compassion. How could you? Those qualities are made from your pain and struggle. You are given pain because you are strong enough to handle it. You are given this life because you are strong enough to live it. Because you are strong enough to drive through it, to thrive through it, to inspire others through it. They will look to you and say, he did it. She did it. I have the strength to do it too. You are stronger than you think. You survived all your challenges to this point. And you will survive whatever is coming. But next time a struggle comes, I don't want you to curse the skies. Know that it was sent for a reason. In a lesson, it might be to make you stronger. It might be to teach you patience. It might be for you to show others your spirit. There is a reason. So don't you give up. You have a purpose in this world. And you will only find it if you keep going and keep growing. Your struggle is your life. Your struggle is your gift. See, many people look at struggle like it's a bad thing. Your struggle will be the gift that the world falls in love with. Nobody wants to hear the story of the man that was given everything. People want to hear the stories of men and women that endure pain and turn their struggles into a gift. Do you want people just to feel sorry for you? Or you want people to look up to you? Do you want to be a legend? Because legends are born in the belly of struggle. Fear is only a fictional movie, but reality is a struggle. Reality is the struggle. So take the struggle and change your reality. Because the whole time you were thinking that your struggle was holding you back, it was really giving you the tools to become one of the greatest.
a pleasant, pleasant good evening to you all here in All Flavours Land. How are you all doing out there? And at the moment, I am on my own, waiting for Naturally Lily to come in and join us. She's running a little bit late today. And um, yes, just giving a shout out to all the chat room crew, the worldwide crew, the WhatsApp crew, you silent listeners out there, and also everyone in on TuneIn. Now, what's been uh, quite interesting is the 31st of August, and really... We, the weather throughout the whole month hasn't been the greatest, but um, we've managed, right? We've got through everything. We're on top of the world. And yes, the world does continue on. Lots of things happening around the world at the moment. And yeah, we just have to more or less keep abreast of things or life as we know it and do the best that we can to be the greatest and better persons that we are. So today we're looking, or should I highlight the question for today? And it's something that has come to my attention while I was speaking to someone at a wedding on Saturday. But I've seen this video that's been floating around the internet for a little while now. And it is actually a bit of a problem, not a bit of a problem, but a problem um, universally, worldwide, as well as in the Caribbean. And what the question is, is that you've been married, or this is a couple, they've been married for 10 years, to get, they've been together 13 years. They have two children, and then they discover that they are siblings. So the, the husband and wife, they discover that they are siblings. If that was your case, what is the next thing? What's the next move once you find out this kind of information, that is a question today. You've been married for 10 years, together for 13, got two children, you discover you and your partner are siblings. What's your next move? So just giving a shout out to Charlie Muir, Mark Philogene and DJ Slim. Fantastic stuff yesterday, guys. And you can catch Charlie on a Wednesday as well as uh, Mark Philogene on a Monday evening from 6 till 8 and DJ Slim on a Monday from 6 till, oh, should I say 8 till 10 and on a Thursday from 6 till 8. We also want to welcome our new DJ, DJ LJ Original and you can catch DJ LJ Original on a Friday evening from 8 till 10. So today is National diatopomaceous earth day all right so that when I saw that word I couldn't even pronounce it I must say I could not even pronounce the word and diatomaceous earth day now it's like as I've said August the 31st and national diatomaceous earth day recognize the diatom and the remarkable mineral it creates. A diatom is something that creates, it's a mineral. So most people know, or, or most people know of the diatomish, uh, that word, <laughs> earth, because they use it around their homes. So sometimes we use it to filter our swing, swimming pools if we have one, or as a natural insecticide. And biologists understand diatoms, single cell plants, they form diatoms, diatomaceous uh sorry yeah they form diatomaceous earth and are indeed the lungs of the earth as highlighted here and amazingly diatoms produce about 
three quarters of the world's new oxygen supply. Another scientist known as min mineral scientists recognise that diatom ske skeletons called frustules imagine tiny, intricate, porous opal structures. They are known to be the most durable, naturally occurring substance in the world. Have you heard of that, listeners, the di diatomaceous earth? Do, we, do you know what it is? As it says, there's three quarters of the world that produces um, this new oxygen supply. And scient scientists know, know it as well. It's called frustules. So I've never, ever heard of that before. But they're meant to be durable, naturally occurring substance in the earth. So it says they're known as DE and it's sedimentary rock. DE mines unearth large deposits worldwide from the United States, Mexico, Chile, Peru to France, Spain, Denmark and China. And substantial deposits... Um, exist around the world. While dying diatoms continue to form diatomaceous earth, today some of the deposits were developed millions of millions of years ago. So please let me know if you can hear me, um, listeners. Okay. And um, yeah, we're just waiting for um, Naturally Lily to come in. And it is Nas National Diatomaceous Earth Day. And diatomaceous is a diatom that produces oxygen and is also called frustules. And really, it's as it says, it's the lungs of our earth. It's created there in many different countries. And it says their diatoms die and fall to the bottom of bodies of water and DE deposits form over time. The organic portions of diatoms weather away. OK. So what we're going to do is we're going to just put on a little bit of music and then we'll be back with you in five.
Chatroom crew, Chanel, John John, Ken John, Joy McKay, Mark Finnegan. Also guest 105, guest 204, or should I say 241, guest 442, guest 751. And guess 762. I listen to the sounds of the emotions. Key to my heart. Also, giving a big shout out to George Flavors, Sour Malaysia. How are you all doing? up the tuning crew, Livingston Gilchrist. How are you doing, Livingston? And say a big hi to Niambi and Nikki. Sounds of the emotions there for you. Key to my heart. Hi, Naturally Lily. Hi. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm very tired. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. You just made it, right? Just made it through the door. Wow. When you said you was running late, it's it's mad, isn't it? Everything's back to the, the grindstone. It's not like we have that extra time or, you know, sometimes to get settled down. It can no. be a bit tricky, can't it? Everything's very busy at work at the moment because I'm not in... Yeah, had a few things to get wrapped up before I was, um, yeah, <laughs> before I took my time. <laughs> hey, hurry up, hush, hush, hush. But that's that's okay. You're here now, and that's the yes. most important thing. So before um, we took a short break there quickly, um, because the youngsters were getting a bit of a telling off. Oh dear, <laughs> it all comes over the radio. Sorry, guys. Um, I thought let's just take a quick music break mm-hmm. and um, just find out. We're, we're talking about the diatomaceous. Is that right? Diatomaceous, yes, earth. Okay, and it's an industry to remove unwanted materials from drinking water. So that's what it's. It's, it's um. more to do with filtering. So I think it's stuff, you know, yeah, filter. It so filters the beer that. and wine that we drink and 
water in swimming pools. Yeah, so yes, filters. Mm. That's what I thought. So anyone that has a swimming pool will know um, what that is. And it's National Diatomaceous um, Earth Day. Hence, um, that's the reason why we're speaking about it. And because also, apparently, it is uh, the lungs of the earth. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So probably, like it says, it sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Then it probably filters the water. Mm. That's what I can gather from from it. So it says how to observe... Um, hashtag diatomaceous earth day what how do we how do we observe it Lily? so it says explore the uses of diatomaceous earth where do you think it might be used around your home or work discover more about diatomaceous earth and use and its use and you can hashtag diatomaceous earth day to share it on your social media Mm, so quite interesting I thought yeah there was lots of other days today but as regards to the earth we know that we are ambassadors should we say or or fully aware of the earth and the the impact that we have on it Mm -hmm. so I thought just include something as regards to the earth and really as it says that diatomaceous how that plays a part in sustaining the earth that we live in yeah yeah so that's our our, our national day hashtag diatomaceous earth day if you do that in all your hashtags and that'd be awesome and if you know any if you know a bit more out there listeners please let us know feel free to give us a call in and let us know what you think lines open at seven o'clock so we'd be great to hear from you so in our history lily I was thinking of this um, Ed Eldridge Cleaver, mm-hmm. but something came to my attention and it had to do with the 14 African countries okay. that are still under Afri- um, France that are still paying colonial tax. Yes, they're still paying colonial tax for benefits of slavery and colonisation. Didn't we see this a couple of shows ago when we was talking about um, a country that began with a B and they were fighting, it was in a, a Somalian, near, near Somalia and Somaliland. Bikufasu or somewhere like that, was it? I'm sure it was. And they were still owned by France mm. and the French troops were going in to help supposedly support them. Mm. And I'm sure this is something that we saw back then as well. Well, there's there's actually 14 countries. Wow. And they're being forced by France to still pay this colonial tax. I thought, this is all part of our history, isn't it? It's part mm. of our African history. The fact of, yeah, they went in, they took slaves, and they got the audacity to still be having to pay these taxes. And because of these taxes, why a lot of wars are raging mm. within Africa... Okay, because it highlighted um, there's about so it says fourteen countries, and out of these, um, yeah, it was Guinea Bissau, I think. Guinea Bissau, yes. Out of these countries that are still under this French colonial tax Mm -hmm. is Egypt, wow, Tunisia, Libya, Cote d'Ivoire, Equatorial Guinea, Mm -hmm. Madagascar, Guinea Bissau, Rwanda, Libya, Algeria, Nigeria, and we're going to have a look at that because Nigeria is still under it. You know the Boko Haram? Yeah. That has a lot to do with France. Okay. Yeah. Um, Congo, 
um, RDC, Ethiopia, Mali, Uganda, Guinea-Conakry, Sudan, and that's five subtitles, um, one of 13. But Uganda, not Uganda. I just realised that. Wow, yeah, I never Uganda, heard of that country. Same, but there's also Congo, Chad, T-Chad. We spoke on Chad before as well, haven't we? Yeah, it was Bikini Fasal and Chad, that was where the war was, wasn't yeah. it? But it's still raging, sort of, when we think of oh, it's the Congo. Mm. There's war in a lot of African and these lot of these African countries. Mm. There's still war. because they're still fighting for independence. And there's a country at the moment mm. that's going through some um, a great turmoil. And I can't remember if it was South Africa mm. or um, a neighbouring country because I saw something a little while ago, mm. and they were dragging women out of the houses and. It was, yeah, it's, it's quite traumatic. And this is going on right now. Obviously, yeah. it's not making the news because other things are making the news. Mm. Um, but there's a lot going on that we don't Pretty see. Much aware of. Yeah. yeah. Because even um, someone sent me something as regards to Afghanistan. I think it was Doreen mm-hmm. sent me something as regards to Af- Afghanistan and how the Americas that they've known kind of... It, uh, Hillary Clinton... She kind of forewarned, as and the, the the Americans like to go in to countries and dis you know just shake them up a bit mm. and and yeah put put just play them against each other and hence war comes out of it. Well, that goes know? back to the illustration of the ants in the jar, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. still all politics. Don't really like to talk about politics, but there's always going to be that per that those that person that shakes up the jar, mm. whether it's France, the UK, Americas. Yeah. Um, and they're going to have fighting inside those countries because no one is actually looking at the external of who's actually caused yeah. a problem in the first place. Mm. I mean, are we shocked that Afghanistan tried to take, are taking back their country? No, why should it's we be says, shocked? Isn't it? But it, like it says, the Americans like to go in, they set their foreign policies, interfere with it, with these countries and then destabilise the governments that have nothing to do with America. I'm going to sound like such a, I don't know, right now, but this isn't something new. Mm. It's not just Americans that have done it. Through centuries and centuries of time, there's always been a nation that will go into another nation and give it their policy, give it their way of life, and then for a period of time that, nation or empire Mm. is going to be the national ruling empire at the time you had the british empire you had um you know the roman era you had it's always happened through time i think because we're seeing it now with our own eyes and we're not reading it in a history book it's a bit more oh goodness the americas are going in but i don't think it's something to be shocked about Mm. Mm. because it's always been that way that way yeah. The Moors did it at one point when they went into the um, European countries and they didn't treat them as badly as these some of these other countries have been treating the, the nations and just killing off everybody. But they did go and give them a way of life, a, a different way of living. Mm. And that's what this is. It's a different way of living that they're enforcing on others. Western way of thinking mm. to a lot of degrees as well. But going back to this 
paying tax or slavery the, for colonization benefits of slavery and when it comes to colonization and France still having that control to force them to pay colonial tax. What I found quite interesting was um, Sekou Touré of Guinea in 1958, mm -hmm. when, they, when they tried to get out of the French empire, as it were, or the, yeah, that the rule, of, well, they were ruling them at the time, and they opted to get for independence, the French elitists got furious mm -hmm. in Paris, the French elitists in Paris got furious, and what they did was the administration in Guinea destroyed everything in the country that represented what they call the benefits um, of French colonisation. A bit like what they did in Haiti. Right. So we but can they see bought the their freedom, didn't they? Yeah, but look at, look at the devastation that they're still in today. Mm. And it, it, it's like they constantly get hit all the mm. time. Right. So what they went and they burnt their houses, they burnt down the businesses, they burnt down the wow. schools. They just they just brought it to nothing. So that was sending out a message to all of the other French colonized countries mm. that, OK, you want to opt, opt for your independence, then this is what we're going to do. Mm. So they struck fear, obviously, into those countries. Yeah. And they're still paying this colonial tax. But mum. Yes. We talk about the French being outwardly making their col colonies yeah. pay tax. Yeah. We've been paying tax up until last year, 2015. Yeah. But it's not... It's and we live in a so-called independent free country. We've been paying for slavery. We've been paying the debts yeah, of the British Empire from, what was it, 1885. Mm until 2015 we've been and that's the one thing about the british they are so com covert deciduous when they do right certain words. things that you would not even notice it whereas these other um colonizers are very obvious that they do i don't know what's worse in your face or just slyly just <laughs> i think either way they're making it's, you it's you know just, one's just as bad as the other isn't it really mm. And um, when we, we think about it, yeah, we're living in this world, this system that we're living in here now. Mm. And we're, we're open to having to do a lot of things that we don't want to do. We go in, we pay, we, we work, yet we're paying more in tax, but not, mm. not seeing, really seeing the benefits no. of a lot of it. And likewise, even with these um, French colonised uh, taxes, the, 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 the Africans are still poor. They're still not succeeding mm. because they're being held back by all of these debts. Yeah. When and some of these in. countries have such... Like, I remember watching a... Um, you know, oh, what's his name? He used to be on EastEnders. And he goes in those different, goes to different countries to see some of the worst prisons mm. in the world. And one of them was Madagascar. And, okay, you're in prison. You're doing a sentence for committing a crime. But these places are so inhumane. Yeah, yeah. That it is, it's, yeah, it's, you wouldn't even I've... send your animal to live there for a, for a day. Mm. And, it, and it's sub, these countries here that are in debt to the European colonisers that they're suffering because of... Are they, are they having the benefits? I know things like places like Jamaica... Mind you, Jamaica's really going through a bit of turmoil and we're going to look at, um, that's one of the countries as regards to incestuous relationships and um, siblings 
not even knowing that they're siblings and mm. being in relationships together. That's another oh, major issue. That's what we'll discuss a bit later. But um, yeah, even in those countries, Jamaica's very poor, but it's very rich at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's two sides. There's no middle middle ground. And likewise here, them still having to pay all of that money. I just think it's, I don't think it's right and that they should be entitled to their independence because they've been under this rule for long enough. They've gone in But what and does taken that really out. mean, though? You say they should be entitled to their independence. Well, what does that actually mean? We're entitled to our independence as so-called citizens of this country and we can't freedomly speak, freely speak about what we want to speak about. What does that Not independence anymore. actually mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, independent from them taking money for the French and not putting it back into the African countries. I but think regardless that's what of where their, where their independence lies, they're yeah. still going to be paying their money out to somebody, whether yeah. it's the French, the Chinese or the Americans or the British. But it's what they're paying the tax for, Lily. It's the, the benefit of slavery and colonisation. That's, that's yeah. over. That, well, in Libya, Benef- really what did, what did, I don't understand that sentence. Benefits of slavery. Yeah. What so- benefits? Well, when they used to go in, take all the coffee, to just... So how does that know, benefit the Africans? It doesn't. So how can that it's sentence make the sense? the French going in. Remember when the, they left Guinea-Bissau, yes. they burnt everything down. But that's what I'm saying. It says 14 African countries forced by France mm. to pay colonial tax for the benefits of slavery and colonisation. What benefits? Building did they build so houses cold. and schools? and Because they didn't. We've been to... African countries and they don't have the the, the structure mm. of these Western countries. They don't. Okay, let me say that again. Places like Nigeria, Ghana, they are there are very Westernized yes. places there. Beautiful countries. Yeah. So okay, I see some benefit, not benefits, but I see where this is going. But that that is a modern post-slavery building. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a building that you would have bought. You would have built in the 1800s and furthermore you didn't have no slaves in Africa so yeah, well, I don't they did, understand there were they, there's always kind of been that um slavery in in Africa um according to Ekriana Oladayu that they had their you know the tribes and fractions and certain things going on between the Africans yes I'm not talking about the colonizers okay okay I'm talking about the colonizers did not Put themselves oh, in African countries. Yes, hence them being under <laughs> under colonized by Africa by these countries. That the people don't see the benefits, but the French and all, everyone that went in there um, did, did, or do should I say, taking out the diamonds taking out all the minerals yeah that's but that's yeah. not okay i'm thinking of different slavery then i'm thinking of transatlantic mm, yeah i'm not thinking of when they got in and stole all the blood diamonds and the the gold right. and all of that stuff yeah 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 and even the other day um we read something about beyonce and the blood diamond like that's hers if she wants to go and parade around with it you know no no, what that's what that article was saying. Yeah. So Beyonce is um because <laughs> I saw this on TikTok as well. <laughs> Beyonce was wearing a diamond from an African country and they classed her as the first African American woman mm. to wear a diamond. Right. And from this particular um I can't remember who it was. 
And someone made the point that, isn't it ironic that the diamond they stole from an African country, she's the first black African American to have worn an African diamond from there. Right, but the, everyone it's else the is irony of to, it. Everyone else can, but she, she, she can't. Then is that what they're trying to say? No, they're just saying that you've taken something from Africa. We are African Americans because they don't really. They've got identity crisis, haven't they? Mm. But they don't really know. But you, you've put this African diamond on an African woman, and you're saying it's the first time, which is it's ironic. Yeah. No, it's like how can you? How can you have stolen something from this our country and it's never been touched by some or worn by someone that is from this land? But you know that's not true, Lily. They used to decorate. How do you think they found diamonds in the first no, place? No, I know this, but I'm saying in the media, in the public eye, the oh, irony. Colonization. Oh, listen, the <laughs> irony is that yeah. you've stolen this from our country and this one diamond has not been worn by okay. an African until you put her on the front of whatever Vogue magazine it was. I don't even know what yeah. the magazine was. And then state claim that she's the first African. Oh, we please. know that she's not the first African yes. to wear that diamond. Yeah. But that's what they're saying. Right. This is the first, oh, Beyonce's the oh, first African-American to wear this beautiful pink diamond. Obviously, we know that's not true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's not. Listeners, please it's let not. us know what your thoughts are as regards, this is in our history section of the show, and as regards to really those 14 countries being forced by France to pay colonial tax for the benefits of slavery and colonisation. What are your thoughts regarding that? Give us a call 07895 134 713. Don't forget lines open at 7 o'clock. So in, in saying that, yeah, there's, there's, there's just so much... Irony. It's ironic. Yeah. Isn't it ironic? Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it's, it is irony. It's the fact, and it's also um, insulting. Yeah. Because the same diamonds that they have stolen from, you know, India and African countries that they've got in um, a museum, mm-hmm. yeah, that they're still not giving back to their owners, um, they will then put that on an African or an Asian and then state claim that oh it's the first time it's the first time it's not the first time we've we've been dressed in that garb no they used to decorate with their hearts with diamonds they still a guy come gleaming saw these gleaming hearts wondered what it was and the rest is history Mm. yeah it's come so natural to them to to be surrounded by all of these this beauty Mm. and then someone comes along sees oh gosh i can make money out of that Mm. and then enslaves the very people who it belongs to to give it to them it's 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 madness. Your yeah. thoughts. We're gonna take a break, beautiful people. We'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. Yo, knife crime is not new. Yeah, I grew up in the eighties and there was knife crime back then between blacks and whites, and now it's definitely between young black men in small, tiny communities, and it's affecting everyone. We all look stupid. You look even more stupid if you've got a knife or you know someone that's got a knife. Tell them to stab themselves right now trust me because you're just going to stab your future if you go and stab someone else you become a murderer you go to prison you ain't got shit for what for some beef that lives within your community you need to see past that we have to say something about it as well entertainers that are out there there's young people that look up to us man we need to just vocalize this send a message out saying put the knives down it's done all right it's done we don't need to be killing ourselves we have so much more we can offer 
and you're going to kill your future, you're going to kill someone else's future, and it's dumb. Entertainers, do me a favor, man. Put out similar videos. Let's try and put out something and say that we care for our communities. Stop the knife crime, please. Are you having an event and looking for entertainment for your event? For all ages, from bouncy castles, selfie mirrors, rodeo balls, call Boss Leisure now on 7 that's 07-833-958-528. We provide entertainment for weddings, children's parties and corporate events. Check out our website www.bossleisure.co.uk Boss Leisure, we've got you covered anywhere in the UK. Boss Leisure, the name you can trust for your event. Congratulations. You have not won a grand prize of £25,000 because automated phone calls like this are very often scams. Scams aren't always phone calls. They can be letters, emails, or even personal visits. There's a scam for everyone, and they all have one thing in common. They're designed to rip you off. Have a nice day. For more information on how to avoid getting scammed, visit oft.gov.uk. More music variety right here on The Listener's Choice. Allflavorsradio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. Kanisha and the family. How you doing, Chanel Taylor? John John. Mark Philogene. DJ Nigel. DJ Caddy. Ninja Man Lloyd. DJ Laro, you can catch Laro from 8 till 10 tonight.
shout out to Gal Gal. How you doing, Gal? Andy Carlo. Sonia. Guest 105. 241 242 Should they say 442 Guest 58 Guest 747 762 Guest 
out DJ Slim, Chrissy. Do Mamra. Shout out Shaz Dunks. Tai Tai. Oh, you have the sounds there of T.S. Monk. Can't keep my hands to myself. And also Eric Benet with Better Than Better. I know that track um, that's done by, that Better Than Better done by Lala Hathaway. Great, both two really great versions mm. there. So, yeah, keeping it kind of light and funky, a bit funky today where the music's concerned. So we were speaking just before the break um, as regards to the 14 countries that are still paying colonial tax for the benefits of slavery and colonisation. Mm-hmm. And um, really... Just one point that I wanted to make as regards to that. A lot, lot of us say, well, you know, they've got leaders. Why don't they do something about it? And the article did make a point that we do accuse the leaders of corruption and serving Western nations in um, interest instead. But there's a clear explanation for that behaviour. They behave so because they are afraid to be killed or victim of a coup. And those coups aren't nice. That's when another um, country will go in and take over. Yeah. You know, and it says they want a powerful nation to back them in case of aggression or trouble. But contrary to a friendly nation's protection, the Western protection is offered in exchange of those leaders renouncing to serve their own people or nation's interests. And that's really sad, isn't it? Mm. Like, you know, everyone, like we said, the Americas go in and interfere. Yeah. But they're scared of their own people to a degree that they'd much rather help. And then they usurp them and then they lose mm. that control and those other nations take over. Mm. But you know that they had a, a meeting one time and they, they, the European nations did actually carve up Africa as to who, who owns what part. Yeah, I've seen something like, um, like that of how they distributed it. Yeah. Um, and I find that quite interesting because it wasn't, as divided before there was no kind of borderlines or whatnot mm-hmm. and since they have gone in and divided the countries there are now african countries within themselves are now saying no we don't identify as that country um i think somalia is one of those places that've got the north and the south but within the north within that country in itself there is a little part of italy italy was no 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 but it's, there's a little part inside somalia now yeah. that they don't they're not being um, acknowledged by the UN as an as a country, mm. but they have their own flag, they have their own passports, all kind of stuff. They wow. don't want to belong to the other two nations, yes. which they are one nation, but, you know. It's a division. Mm. So that's a divide and conquer, isn't it, kind mm. of attitude. It says that African leaders would work in the interests of their people mm. if they were not constantly stalked and bullied by colonial, colonial countries. But we know the reasons why colonial countries do that. No. For the resources, Leash. Because they have none. Yeah. There's nothing Europe in any European have, country. No. So that's why they stalk and and threaten. Mm. So it's, you know, and, and they don't have the arms. So you know that in a lot of those um, countries, the African countries, they find somehow they get, uh, find weapons. Mm-hmm. Where do the weapons come from? 
Western countries. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a sad situation. And there are the benefits of keeping the African countries under. How are they going to get help? I don't know where help will come for them. But I think it's a bit long to be paying like colonial tax and, you know, for benefits of slavery. I think that's a bit of an insult, to be fair. A bit of an insult. It's a major insult. Yeah. yeah. So who knows how things will pan out. So, Lily, the word of the day. Word the word of, of the, the day, day is can find it. Desultory. 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 Which means marked by lack of definite plan or purpose. Yeah. Does that mean you haven't got a plan? Seems to, because it, it uses oh. the it uses the analogy of after graduation he moved from job to job in a desultory manner. Meaning that... You didn't know what you wanted to do. Yeah, so uni. Finished uni and thought, oh, didn't have no specific plan as to what they were going to do. So what's the example there? Oh, I like this one. So my friend goes into the office with his copy, walks up to the creative director's desk, gently puts it down in front of him and waits. The creative director looks baffled and irritated. He picks up the copy and gives it a desultory read. Basically, you've not given me an explanation as to why you've given me this. You're wasting my time. What is the purpose of yeah. this piece Plan. of work? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We've been watching this series. We've um, found it called Them. Oh, my before? goodness. I know. I... D- I, I had to like work myself up to watch it. How far in have you got? Because only two I, series. Only I two. watching it. I was getting major <laughs> I know. vibes. Um, I did. Oh, I don't know. I want to go back and start watching it again. Yeah, but going to, but to the word desultory, what happened was was the so it's it's a black family that moves into Compton. Um, back in the 50s when it's just after segregation and they're the only black family that are there so their neighbours are really giving them a hard time but the husband he works for he's an architect Mm. and he's working with his teammate in order to get a job on the pentagon Mm. building the pentagon so he's done all the work that he's meant to do Mm -hmm. and then he goes into the office of the boss shows him he goes well where's the rest of it he goes, well, that's that's Tony's job. So the guy's name's Tony. He says, well, why do you not have it? So he, although he drew up the plans, mm. he should have written something desultory. desultory. No, he shouldn't have. Well, yeah, he, shouldn't yeah. Have, he looked but, at it with a desultory turn because yes, there wasn't the finishing touch. Exactly. Yeah. Where are the plans? What's this? What's that? You're no good for the job, he told him. He, went, he, he was sat at the table so angry that his nails broke blood in hit the palms of his yeah. hands and I thought that that's what made me think of that no planning so he did plan he done his job and this is another thing um listeners like we're asked to do something do we just do just enough or do we go that extra mile just in case that other person might let us down or you I've, know I've, yeah no but Lily you know you know that it's <laughs> it's for us it's a given because if we don't Sometimes we put in so much work but lose out because of that extra piece. 
I know, but I actually, I've discovered, yeah, in the last 24 hours, I've been given tasks to do and I did the tasks and got to, oh, working very, very quick. Mm. And I've realised, just do what you need to do. Yes, every now and again, go the extra mile. But when you go the extra mile, people take the mic. Yeah, that's true. That so you true. have to just, you have to do what you need to do. Have the extra mile as a backup, just in case, you yeah. know, have the extra mile as a backup, but don't be giving, don't be giving you everything all the yeah. time. Sorry. So going back to that word desultory, in the sense of he could have said, well, Tony's join up the plans, but this is just a little something just to give you a heads up as yeah. to what Tony's working on, just to back himself up because he was the only black man in his firm as well. Mm. So you know they're going to be giving him a hard time. Mm-hmm. It's a really good series and... It's hard to watch. Very. It's hard to watch because it's like, uh, we were, Kim and I was like, should we do the next one? It was really, we were so apprehensive and getting really anxious <laughs> watching it. I don't suffer with anxiety, but I was anxious because I was getting kind of worked up because of the treatment. Yeah, only on number two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You keep I think going. it's two or maybe three. I'm not too sure. You keep going. I saw um, a section of it on TikTok. I asked John Ash, what, what is this film? And he told us, and we started, it was tough. Really <laughs> tough. It's called Them on Amazon it's on Prime. Amazon Prime. So, yeah. It's, so, desultory means mark of lack or definite plan or purpose. So, are we desultory? Do we not, do we make plans or do we just go, um, is it verbatim and just throw caution to the wind? Mm -hmm. We definitely want to have a marked, you know, have a definite plan or have some form of purpose as to where we're traveling. Because a lot of us go through life like that as well, don't we? Mm. No purpose, no plan. We just take wherever the wind blows. Yeah. That's good. But it is good to have. You have to have a plan. You know, a little kind of plan. Even... Look at this last year, what we went through. Yeah. I mean, you you can't plan for this, what's happening now, but you can make mini plans to get you to certain places. Like a lot mm. of people um, in the lockdown lost their job. No one planned to lose their job, but they did what they could during that time. And a lot of people started their own business because yeah. they lost their job. Yeah. So. And uh, what that's taught me is that you can't, we can't let rest on our laurels. Like mm. we have to think, right, if this happens again, how, how am I going to manage to get through? Because we, at the moment we're hearing of numbers rising everywhere. Yeah, we're going to have a fair You way. know, and are we prepared or are we unprepared? Are we planning to say, okay, for such and such? I saw someone thing, do some you know? serious planning when I went shopping. Really? How? Of like... Must it ten bag of eighteen toilet paper? Wow! Really? Why do you have that much ten toilet paper in your house? If you run out, wash. Why do you have that much toilet? Just get a jug, guys. <laughs> That's all you need. Like, I'm like, what is she then, planning for? Are we getting? But then the even water. Then you're not gonna be able to use it. But then the water. Mm. All right, because I saw something recently, and regarding the water in New York. So they pump certain things and they put certain, they feed certain cows uh, vitamins or whatever, drugs, mm-hmm. and we'll put it in the poorer areas. So there's a higher rate. Because when you go to Africa, 
you don't even see with the high milk. rates. Yeah, yeah, you don't do. see high rates of diabetes and all that. Yeah, they do it with. The, yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. that. They put there's more um, in one concentrated area. I can't remember yes. where it was, but more of there's Bronx, a high risk of diabetes compared yeah. to where they're not drinking that type of milk and water. It's coming through the tap water. There's nothing you can well drink filtered water. Filtered then... or distilled. Get a distiller, guys. Amazing things. Really, really good. So have a definite plan or some form of purpose. That's what desultory means. And there's nothing more important than having that that purpose or a plan. Okay? So the Latin objective to, to that was Lily. Um, sorry, I don't know what that objective was. Uh, satire, no. no the Latin true. verb was salire, meaning to leap. Or desultorous was the adjective. Desultorous adjective. I always get those muddled up, Leish. Verb, Which adjective, I don't, and I don't noun. even know why you tried to make me... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The Latin adjective desult... Desult... Victorious was used by the oh, ancients so performing word, adjective to refer a word. to a circus performer. Yes, so that's a doing word, adjective, right? Yeah, called a desultor. Okay. Their trick was to leap, hence the verb is to jump. Okay. Salir. All right. All right, so <laughs> desultory um, conversation leaps from one topic to another. Like, like what we're tonight. doing right now. <laughs> and I'm going to jump to the apprentice roles. <laughs> Shall we move on? Okay, so opportunities. We have several different business um, opportunities to explore today. So there have been apprenticeships that are for level two and level three. Some are level four apprenticeships are now open. And there's also apprenticeships for level four, five and six. And they'll be opening in... November. So level two, three and four are kind of like entry level qualifications and the four, five and six, you're you're going along the lines of um, diplomas and degrees. So a level mm. six is a degree. So if you'd like to hear or register for these opportunities, these are through TFL careers. So you need to go to tfl.gov.uk slash category and then slash our apprenticeship roles. Mm. Um, so I'm sure if you go to the TFL website and click on careers, they'll have some uh, information for you there. Apprenticeships are really big at the moment and because they're getting quite well funded by yeah. the government, um, just because there are a lot of people out of work and it's like paid work as well isn't it you get paid while you train yeah so it's it's gonna more appeal to someone who doesn't want to go to university but they'd like to work but they'd like to get a degree at the same time so you kind of getting both both of the the best of both worlds that's what i'm looking for because a lot of the time um if you're going to do a degree you've got to apply for loans and all that you can have uni with debt whereas as an apprenticeship you're paid to work to get your qualification mm. i think that's great i'm doing there it should be more of those things a degree okay apprenticeship all right in what management okay that's good and that that um opportunity was sent in by gal gal so thanks a lot for that gal with um, posted that we've also posted it into the chat room I do well. have another one, actually. You um, have another? Do you want to let us know? It was a, I'll tell you. So there's a lot of things out there. We spoke last week of the lifelong learning sector, gave out the one from the, the 
www.ghanaspeaks.gov website the opportunity from there as well right yes and there's now i think we've mentioned this one before but i'm just going to reaffirm it so the applications are now open in august um I think the webinar has passed, but the application is still open for the black internship. So there's 10,000 black interns. Um, sorry, 10,000 black interns seeks to offer 2000 paid internships and they have parted up with 24 different sectors. Some of the internships that are going to be offered are with Goldman Sachs, Bloomberg, American Express, NatWest Coots, Legal in general, NHS, Citibank, um, Guys in St. Thomas's comes under the NHS, but they're also offering the apprenticeships. Uh, if you want to know more, I would make it a sense of urgency because obviously the August applications opened Ooh. and this was sent to me on Sunday. So you need to go to 10,000blackinterns.com um, to register your interest on there. And yeah, just have a look out there and see what, what you would be what would work for you? Yeah, so a lot of the youngsters, we heard Idris Elba in the advert highlighting about knife crime, highlighting about certain things. However, there's a lot of opportunities out there for young people. So yeah. one thing I did hear in the past that there's not much for them, well, the government are providing lots more. And I know that Tyler around here, we're going to be having a young fellow on um, the, he does the, sermons street sermons mm. um it's a he's a young guy does music videos and in tottenham i think they're giving us something like seven hundred and fifty thousand wow to help the young people help the youth so i think that's really a great incentive when we get tyler in he'll be able to give us a little bit more information regarding that so check him out he's a um street sermon is it called street sermon i don't know yeah on youtube Okay, so he's a young fellow, he does rapping and all that stuff, but he has a message behind every video that he produces. So that's great on the on the opportunity front, a couple of great opportunities there. So going back now, Lily, to our question, you've mm-hmm. been married for 10 years, um, together for 13, got two children, mm-hmm. you discover you and your partner are siblings, what's your next move? Should we discuss that after the break? Let's, yes. Yeah, so could you read that question out once more for me, clearly? You've been with your... You've been married for 10 years, mm-hmm. together for 13. You have two children and you discover that you and your partner are siblings. What's your next move? See y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. Yo, knife crime is not new, yeah? I grew up in the 80s and there was knife crime back then between blacks and whites and now it's definitely between young black men in small, tiny communities and it's affecting everyone. We all look stupid. You look even more stupid. If you've got a knife or you know someone that's got a knife, tell them to stab themselves right now. Trust me, because you're just going to stab your future if you go and stab someone else. You become a murderer, you go to prison, you ain't got shit. For what? For some beef that lives within your community. You need to see past that. We have to say something about it as well. Entertainers that are out there. There's young people that look up to us, man. We need to just vocalise this. Send a message out saying, put the knives down. It's done. All right? It's done. We don't need to be killing ourselves. We have so much more we can offer. And you're going to kill your future. You're going to kill someone else's future. And it's done. Entertainers, do me a favour, man. Put out similar videos. Let's try and put out something and say that we care for our communities. 
Stop the knife crime, please. Are you having an event and looking for entertainment for your event? For all ages, from bouncy castles, selfie mirrors, rodeo balls, call Boss Ledger now on 7 that's 07-833-958-528. We provide entertainment for weddings, children's parties and corporate events. Check out our website www.bossleisure.co.uk Boss Leisure, we've got you covered anywhere in the UK. Boss Leisure, the name you can trust for your event. Congratulations. You have not won a grand prize of £25,000 because automated phone calls like this are very often scams. Scams aren't always phone calls. They can be letters, emails, or even personal visits. There's a scam for everyone, and they all have one thing in common. They're designed to rip you off. Have a nice day. For more information on how to avoid getting scammed, visit oft.gov.uk. More music variety right here on The Listener's Choice. Allflavorsradio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music.
all the tuning crew. Shout out the chatroom crew. WhatsApp crew. Worldwide crew. And all of you silent listeners out there, how are you doing out there in all flavours land on the 31st of August 2021? So the question that we posed before the break was speaking on a couple, they've been married for a while, they've got children and find out that they are siblings. What would you do in that situation? Lily? Can I just first say that Mm. we need to not judge because, yeah, everyone, I'm reading some of these comments that we got on Facebook and we'll get to them after, but everyone's just like kind of getting at the couple. Right. But actually is not their fault. When you get married, you get asked questions about your, your family. They ask you, is there any chance you could be related? Da, da, da. You have to ask each other those questions. If you don't know your family, there's not really much you can do. Mm. For example, if someone was adopted or if you were really, really young and one parent moved away and you didn't know the other parent, there are a lot of factors that come into play here. So I think first and foremost... For this couple that we are covering, yeah. we need to be respectful because it's one of those things where it's not their fault. Mm. Yeah, it's not their fault. And it's also not the children's fault. Okay. And just let you know, you can join in on the chat. Um, 07749, give my, my personal number, sorry guys. <laughs> 07895 That's 07895 and um, Issa's asked if you could say his name. Hello, Issa oh, and Anaya. We're thinking of you guys. How are you all doing out there? Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think that's quite a valid point that you've made there, Lily. because yeah. in some cases I've watched, uh, I don't know if you are aware of this um, programme called Paternity Court. Life. And some of the issues that, are constantly coming up on there and it's it's like it's not something that's new mm. and this was a di- discussion that I had with someone at a wedding that we was at on Sunday and he highlighted it he said in the Caribbean that siblings or family members are getting together and they're unaware that they are family members mm. because he said one of the points that he made was that men are going out there and just spreading Being their seed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, without a second thought. Now, yeah, the nicest thing you could get from a baby, uh, from having intercourse is a baby. Mm. But th- there are other things. That's the, the first thing, but that's not what we're discussing tonight. Discussing maybe men that are doing that. And women as well, because there's some women that don't uh, aren't in control of their fertility as well. Going out. And maybe keeping it in the family. There was one on Facebook that said there were two guys that were gang rivals mm. and they didn't even realise they were brothers. Mm. All these things need to be... Because I think it does, first and foremost, you have to think, taking the, the couple out of, out of the equation for now, like you're yeah. saying about the parents, are are the were the parents being responsible or were they being those people that are just sleeping with any and everyone and this man's got loads of children that he can't claim like Mm. he doesn't even know who his kids are or 
things like that. And then those, then you've got things like paternity court where the woman's on a show. And as much as I used to laugh at Maury, some of those things are true. Like yeah. you've brought five men on this show and none of them are your baby father. How can you not know who is the father of your child? You should be in control of your fertility to understand that if you have sex with a man once, there's a possibility you can get pregnant. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, we only did it one time. No. And then the father goes off into obscurity. Obviously, a lot of the time the mother's left holding the baby. And there was another story that I saw this week of a young boy that was given up for adoption because his parents couldn't cope. Mm-hmm. And then after two years, he'd been working with this guy that turned out to be his father. Oh, his dad. His father. You didn't even know. They, wow. And they connected and made good friendship. Mm. But he turned out to be his father. Mm. So how do we... I mean, in some cases when it comes to maybe slavery, mm. because that could be a connection as well, where people d- don't know they've gone to another island or whatever, that that has to be taken into consideration yeah, but that's as a different, well. That's, that's generations worth, that's not, you're not marrying your brother, you're marrying your ever so distant relative. Right. That you didn't even, no, I mean, before anyone just jumps at me, I'm not saying that marrying your cousin is acceptable because I don't think it is. Mm. That's my personal opinion. They do. Right, but that's my personal opinion. But if you've been like two, three, four, five, six, seven times removed, that's a distant relative. If that happens, then that's you can't really be blamed for that unless you really know your lineage and your Mm. your mother's father's 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 father, then there's not really anything you can do about that. Yeah. But it's simple things. Like think of the Caribbean, Jamaica, for example, you know there are certain names in Jamaica that you hear quite often, quite often. There are certain families that are rather large. You've got certain surnames that you think, oh, yeah, I'm that surname too. Could we be related? You ask the question. Yes, yes. But if you don't have that, if you don't have that, and you, you're brought up, one of your parents is Jamaican and your other parents, St. Lucian, for example, like you might take your St. Lucian parents' side of the family's surname and then you're not going to know about your Jamaican, Jamaican side. side. So are we saying then this is another factor before getting into what is a physical relationship, yes. isn't it? You ask these questions. Because we asked a question last week as regards to the transgender thing about disclosure. Yeah. But I, I really feel that if you know you're going to get into a serious relationship with someone mm. and you may be from the same island or Caribbean or whatever, that it might be right to <laughs> have DNA testing no you're taking it too far or i just think how is that taking you it too ask far? question because why do you need to ask questions people yeah. will be honest oh you've got like for example my surname my husband's surname we don't have any family that have the same surname yeah. but i still was like oh hold on a sec your cousin is my cousin how does your cousin know my cousin what like you, what part you of dig from? yes yeah. you dig and you ask further questions and you realize oh okay it's cool they just grew up in the same kind of yeah. in the same area you don't need to go DNA test it unless your both surname is Jones. Then you need to go and DNA test. Right, thank you. So at least you agree with some point. Yeah, man. Along. If you if you both got similar surnames and you're from similar areas and certain pe- people in your family know each other, no, then you need to start asking more questions. You do. So you how do. do you think that this couple then got into this situation 
of finding out further down the line that they are siblings. Maybe there was something wrong with one, Maybe of, the one children. of the children got sick, yeah. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? They were 13 years together, Leash. Goodness gracious. What do you do? Like, because regardless of however you look at it, they're bound now. They've got children together. And what about those kids? Will their children be okay? Are their children all right? Well, obviously, maybe through the children is how they found out. They didn't divulge how they found out that they were siblings, but they did. And their two children down can't have no more because you just can't. Unless you decide that I'm not really bothered. We've been together for 13 years. It is what it is. Okay. And Jews do it all the time. Do you think so? They intermarry. Of course they do. Oh, well. Well, if it's, you know. Of course they do. Not their brother and sister, though. Maybe close cousins. Very close relative, yeah. But not their brothers and sisters. But there's something else I've been hearing a lot of recently. And that's mother and son. Yeah. Get married. No. But that's legally, you can't do that. I don't know. What legally, are you are not allowed to marry your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your cousin. Mm. Second cousin, I think, is legal. Third cousin, I know, is legal. But that is why they ask you when you go in the Western countries, when you go in to the registry office, you have to book an appointment and you have to sit down and you're interrogated because that's what it feels like. It feels like an interrogation. Some people are separated when they ask questions. They make them sit in different rooms and they ask you questions. Mm. And one of the questions they say, and they ask it a few times in different ways, but it's the same question. Yeah. Is there any way you and this person can be related? From your, from your knowledge, yeah. could you be related? Is this a cousin of yours? Is this a distant relative? Is there any way you two could be related? And even when they're asking you the question, you're like, oh, why would you ask me that? But it's obviously because some people try and marry their brother. Mm. See, a lot of this stuff does go on. And there's other factors and areas which we're not going to divulge today. We might tackle it in a, another show of just basically what it is, incestuous relationships. Mm. In this case, the couple didn't know. But what happens if they do? Will you go down that road? Because that seems to be a road that a lot of people are going down. And I just want to um, make a point that, um, let me find him, Rico. Rico says, Rico E. Management, his name is, he he highlights, he says, Natasha um, Wimbo, I'm so glad you raised this. This is one of the many subjects the community will not talk or deal with when asked. This being going, this has been going on well before Windrush Generation came here and topic will lead into other areas or subjects we don't talk about. And this is a thing, isn't it? A lot of subjects that we do not discuss mm-hmm. that need to be addressed. And some of them we will not be discussing today. No, 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 we're not going to discuss them today, <laughs> but I'm just saying... That, that is a point that one person has made. That this is true. To kind of go into things that are uncomfortable. We've spoke about being uncomfortable before. Liz. We have, but we have to understand as well that some people have only got a tolerable, pa- tolerable palate for certain things. Yes, I understand. And you can only take so much in one show. Yeah, yeah. That being said, I do think 
we've said this many times within the black African community, there are many things that we need to say out loud mm. that we don't say out loud. So for example, like you're saying, if you have got two, two parents that haven't had a relationship work out and they go off and have their own families, the first question I'd be asking is for one, why are those their families not seeing their, each other's children? Mm. And many of the time it is because one parent is so against their children mixing with his new woman's Family. kids or her new her new man's kids. Well, they like, should know of each other so, though. But some of them don't. And that mm. is because the other one parent or the other mm. is being precious with their child when actually these situation occur because you're being precious with yeah. the child. You're, these situations occur where the girl goes off and, and runs off with, I, I, read, I read one and the young girl ran off with a young boy mm. and they were dating. The, the parents were against it, but they would never tell her why they were against it. She ended up getting pregnant and it turned out he was her brother. Oh, that's deep. A friend of mine, she's written a book. You must check it out. A great read, fantastic read. Um, Jennifer Caradice. And the what the book is, Murderer um, Destroys His Future. Mm. And within there, that it tackles that as well. Um, he must have gone to Jamaica Oh my gosh, don't years tell me ago. I'm reading the book. Are you reading the book? Yeah. Okay, well, I won't tell you about it, but it's a fantastic read because mm. it touches on many taboo subjects mm. within our community there's another great book i'll highlight it um if i remember it next week mm. and it's a it's something to do uh, joanne arthur is the author and it's the um different caribbean traits in women mm. that we try and hide as well i think we'll tackle some what of the are traits that we try and hide things such as uh bleaching skin bleaching that's not a trait. That's, um, that's back to aesthetics. What we talking being, about before. <laughs> being someone we're not, as in you got the nice um, Mercedes, but your 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 house is a mess. You yeah. ain't got no money. You know yeah. all those kind of things, different things. Um, abortion is another one of those things. But we'll, these are things that we'll possibly tackle in other shows. Please let us know, listeners, if you are interested um, in discussing a topic or us um, looking into it further. Let us know what you think. But as regards to this one here, please um, let us know what your thoughts are. 07895 134 713. So, Lily, do you want to um, read out maybe some of the responses that we got as regards yes. this question so on social media? Kendra said, um, it's just one of those things that you have to be in there to know what to do. Mm. I'm not sure what I'd do. The black family that shares their story about this experience must be having a crazy time. And I agree with that. Yeah. Rico again says, this is why parents need to talk up, especially these sperm donors. I put my house on it that this is common in Brum with everyone just sharing and having kids for the same man or same woman. The next generation is going to be wild. Best, best your kids start date outside their races. So I don't particularly agree with the second part, but I do agree with the fact that there are certain men out there that there are certain men out there that have loads of kids and they are there for each of their kids and they yeah. will make them know who their siblings are. Mm. However, there are other men out there who come, breed up the woman and then the just don't do nothing about it. Mm. And the child grows up with, you know, a multitude of issues 
in itself the the guy the the boys grow up with a complex of how they should treat women and the girls grow up with daddy issues and it's just a vicious cycle and it's not just in our community but it does tend to the the, the caribbean men tend to have a reputation yeah. for doing this and in some ways, I can understand it because... What, them just within, reading and leaving? Within slave slavery, that was what they were. No, I'm sorry. Okay? I'm I, sorry. I understand I you being sorry, but that was... They were studs, a lot of them. Okay? So whether they've... And there's never... I shouldn't say there's never been, because there is, like, a proper family unit. So they're quite... Um, quite what's the word? It's kind of sparse, isn't it? They're not committing... We're just doing the act. Do you believe every single word that just came out of your mouth? I'm not saying everybody, Leash, but there is a, a, a big majority that are that way inclined. I don't think there is. I think that them. we I think that we have had a generation where there have been men that have been breeders. There's more and than one generation, Lily, not just a generation. No, but you can't say because this is again falling into the stereotype and you're you're building the stereotype that is the black man just breeds and leaves his children. No, that's not the stereotype. That, that is a stereotype. I said to you that there is a majority that do it. Okay. But I don't think there's a majority. Well, what are your thoughts out there? <laughs> At least you know I are having a bit of a debate in here. No, because you said there's no unit. This. There is a family unit. There are family units. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Mm. But there are men out there that are going out there and just, just um, being farmers. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think that has anything to do with slavery. I think partially it may be the slave mentality, but when does it become, when do you have, when can you no longer use that as an excuse? And mm. being Kanye West now, when can you no longer use that as an excuse? Oh, well, we've only ever, our black women don't support us and blah, blah, blah. No, when can you stop using that as an excuse? I think it, it may have something to do with it because a lot of them aren't grounded. Maybe a lot of guys aren't grounded that do that. So let's let's put it in that category. Men that go out and do that then. Because you've got men that yeah. are in, that have come from family units doing that. Men that have come from a mother and a father, yeah. married, have their children, and they are the ones that are going out and breeding up the world. Right. But they've come from a family unit. So how does that make sense? Mm. I don't know what your thoughts. Am I being uh, close-minded? Am I not being open-minded when it comes to this this subject? Because it's important that even the men, because a man might get a woman pregnant and she might not tell him that he's a father. Which is wrong. That, that situation as well. I think we've spoken about this you know, as well. So there's there's lots of... And it, it doesn't just happen within our community, but it is a big problem within our community. Because I know a lot of the, I shouldn't use the word hillbillies, but, you know, the um, southerners mm. in America do the same thing mm. and intermarry. We know they do that, but they know that they're doing it. Yeah. It's a fact when you don't know, because this couple did not know mm. that they were related. Mm. And went on to have offspring. And they may stay together because of the stereotypes, because of, but I now don't want to be a man that has left his kids and the mum's looking after, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They may stay in that family unit because of the children, because they don't want their children to grow up 
being weirdos. Mm. Oh my gosh, your your dad left your mum because he's your sister. Do you know what I mean? Like you. But is that you can something see that where you it would divulge though? Would you, would you even want to mention that to anybody? Yeah, but then what's the reason? And it's quite amazing that these two came out and spoke about it. But then it's something we're discussing now. Maybe to put the idea into people's minds that before you start procreating, is that you have a, a plan that you're... What's the, what's you're the not dis, distural... I can't remember the word now. <laughs> Desultory. Desultory. Okay. Oh, we used it. Yay. <laughs> So, you know, that mm. before we go out and, and start, you know, breeding. I don't like that word, breeding, or having children. But that's what they're doing. They're breeding. Yeah. They're being sperm donors and they're going out pump and dump. That's but what But it's not doing. just the men. We can't just blame the men either because it's down to the women as well. It is. And this is why I said those women as well that want, no, he can't have you this weekend because I don't want you around these other kids. Those kind of women are the ones that encourage mm. these mishaps. Dear. So, what is it? Is it, um, yeah. It's the what, what do you do? AJ Salazar says, I have sisters I've never met, so I'm always weary about this. And this mm. is this is wise. You have this person is aware that there's a possibility that the person you might buck up with may be your relative. Mm. Carol says, recover from the shock, plan the separation, pray. The two children do not suffer as a result of the incestuous relationship and seek relevant testing. Dinner and many and many a conversation with the parents, aunts, uncles. Seek counselling as will live with a cloud, heavy heart from here on. The thing and is... Go on. I was going to say, yeah, there, there are the repercussions from that relationship. Yeah. And did none of the family know they were related? Like, I, what side of the family did they know? Again, it's, it could be the fact, you know, that we, again, go back to paternity court, that the woman had multiple partners or whatever, didn't tell the man, and years later the child wants to know, and then four, five, six men later they don't know. You know, in that case. But like, you know, I'm just, okay, I'm thinking way out of the box here. But you know when you got those aunties that are just in everyone's business, mm. yeah? And you've brought home your boyfriend. And, oh, he favours such and such. Mm. Who's your dad? You know what I mean? Oh, let's see pictures of your family. And then he's showing the family the pictures. And, oh, that looks like who you used to date. Remember that guy that you used to... But then they might not have pictures of their parents. Unlike what um, Heather said, she said that she um, knew someone and he, he, he said he's, this guy started dating a f young female. Thankfully, mm -hmm. they didn't get physical. She invited him over to his house. Mm -hmm. He saw a picture of his dad on the mantelpiece and they turned out to be brother and sister. Oh, I love it. Yeah. He said, that's my dad. Oh, that's my dad. Oh, my days. That is just, nah. I don't know how I would cope with that. See, that just makes me angry. Why are you getting angry about it? Because these... Oh, it's... 
we can't get angry about as it. As a loving it parent, no, think of, as a loving parent, does it never cross your mind? This is a question to people out there that may be in these situations. Does it never cross your mind to think that one day your child is going to look or meet someone and you don't know who their father is or where their mother is? This is why we have to be disultrous. But people aren't. We ha- and you that's don't, the, you that's can't the always point, have a plan. Really. Sometimes you go out. I know, that's the point. I know this happens. People go out, they get drunk, they have a one night stand and oh my goodness, I'm pregnant. And those women are emotionally embarrassed. So they don't go and seek the help or, or you know, like they just, they go and raise the children, on, they raise their child on their own. And then 20 years later, they say, oh yeah, this is your dad. But. That's if they know. Right. And that's where the problem lies. But um, that's where the problem Bev lies. Bev says men move too mucky. <laughs> I don't know what that means, Bev, but you're right. Yes. I just, I just, I just don't, I don't know. I, I feel sorry for the couple. I actually think that mm. they are the victims here. A friend of mine once said, and I really do agree with her. She said that we got to consider the unborn child. And I think in a lot of cases, the unborn child is not considered mm. for the fact of when you're having a baby, that you don't just have a baby. You can if you want to, mm. but we have to consider the children mm. that are going to, regardless of, and this is for the parents of those that divide, divulge into their youngsters who their father is, not knowing who their father is. All that kind of stuff. Because it can mm. mess someone up. This must have messed up. The, like the person said, it. they must be going crazy right now. Yeah. Because they're in a situation that they had no control. Well, I guess they could have dug, like you said earlier. Mm. But it's the, it's the craziest situation to be in. You know? I think it's bad enough when you do know your father is and they don't want to be involved. So if you... But knowing your siblings, but it's knowing your siblings and that's where they let them down. Your thoughts, beautiful people, what do you think as regards to this subject? Sonia says, I agree with Wimbo, but also think it is important to look at the reason why this is happening. It's all about programming and how men think they need to be in our society. Some are very lost and didn't have role models that they learned basic respect from. Mm. That is it. That's true. In the nutshell, isn't it? Learning that basic respect that one woman, okay, things might not work out, but, you know, think if, if you're going to settle down and be responsible and commit to each other, then that's the time you bring a child into the no. world. No? You can't say that. Because some people, some people don't have the luxury mm. of being able to settle down with someone. Some people do just end up in situationships and think that they're in the right relationship and end up with someone's baby mm. and then it doesn't work out. So it, in the ideal world, everybody would be in the idealistic relationship and their children would just come and flowers would just surround you. That's what would happen in an ideal world. But... We have to accept things happen, isn't it? Things happen. You can't always, um, 
you can't always have things in the idle fashion. I agree. But I think if you are going to end up in a situationship mm. or a sticky situation, then you need to... I think it's unfair. I'm sorry. It is unfair, but you... you... But then life isn't fair. Life... I read that this morning. Life isn't fair. So give your kids one a quarter of an apple and one three quarters because that's what life's going to dish out to you. That is awful. But life's not fair. (laughs) So they've got to learn that from a young age. You know, but Chanel says it's definitely a majority. What of what less baby fathers? Yeah. But then we'd have to get statistics on that. Guys, we've got to be, we've got to be, we can't fall into the stereotype here, people. But then again, it's going back to breaking the cycle. Right, we were speaking about this yesterday, funny enough, um, when we're raising... So the women <laughs> or men who are raising these youngsters, helping them to see the importance of not spreading themselves everywhere. Mm. Are we doing that? Are they learning this stuff in school? No. No, because, because we take them out of the lessons when they talk about safe sex and having relationships. We're like, nah, my children, that's it. They're not le-. We take them out of those lessons. We don't teach them. about. We've had this conversation. <laughs> we don't teach our children about safe sex. We teach them you're not having no sex. We just assume that our 17-year-old that's well-formed is some... None. No, that's not how it happened. And we think that taking them out of those lessons is acceptable. It was my brother that said this to me because I got, Joanne got a bit funny because they was talking about body parts in Jada's class. And no, I was not happy that they were teaching six-year-olds about their bodies Mm. and male and female. But then my brother said to me, he's like, no, yeah, their son... They know what where things are. They know how they those things because they have to be aware. Also, as sad as it is to say, Mm. but they have to also be aware of how to protect themselves. Absolutely. So if we are so, here's a conversation that um, uh, what's his name? E management was saying that Mm. a conversation that we don't like having is the fact that our teenagers when they start secondary school, they start at twelve. By the time they've gotten to to that point, before, children were innocent. When I was in school and you was 12, you was innocent. A couple of years below me, you got to secondary school, you was innocent. But that innocence is lost in in primary school now. Yes, in cartoons. I've I've seen things in cartoons that I'm just like, what the hell? No, but we pick up on those things. I don't think the children pick up on it. It's it's subconsciously going in, Leash. This is the scary part, that it is... They tackle, they get them subconsciously and your subconscious is even more to be protected than your conscious. Yeah. So we're conscious of things, we can address it. But subconsciously, this is why, you know, um, back in the day, they used to flash something up um, in adverts. Oh, subliminals, yeah. So you would go and buy that. You don't know why you fancied it. I I remember, I don't really eat burgers. (laughs) And I I, I was watching, think of something at my mum's and Mm. I thought, oh, I really fancy a burger. (laughs) I was like, why do I fancy that? Why do I want it? Because subconsciously something's in there. So regardless of whether we think, oh no, they're not, these the the kids, they they, they don't get it. It's just funny for the parents. It's quite surprising how quick our youngsters pick up on these things. They do. And this is why it's one of those, as 
I find religiously we do this. We think that we can rub, wrap them in bubble wrap and they'll mm. never find things out. But what, I'm going to get so much backlash for this most probably from certain people. But is it better to make them aware and safe or is it better to try and hide the truth from them and then explore it themselves? No, I feel that they need to be told. So hence preparing them to behave a certain way and know that you can't just go and put your thing everywhere and and breed up and be and from young because a lot of them are young people as well mm. started young got a girl pregnant girl got pregnant and then part their ways 20 odd years later mm. um they've both started new families they've become more responsible but they've not kept in touch with the girl mm. there's so many scenarios that could lead us down this path but we get you know you, you have you we get that things like um teenage pregnancies and that happen mm. but it's that your teenage daughter and your teenage son, because everyone wants to tell the daughter, but your teenage son as well. Absolutely. If that situation has happened, it's not about saying, oh, you need to grow up. and do-. No, it is about this has happened. Mm. This is how we work through the situation. Sensibility and maturity are better handling at handling a situation than anger, frustration and cussing at the children all the time. And they will live through that experience thinking, do you know what? not unfortunately but it's happened but for respect of myself because this is the thing we it's about respect I respect myself enough to know Mm. that yes I have one child that doesn't mean that I need to give my body to all these different people now and him respecting her will say do you know what we have this child together we don't have to be together because we are young or we were young but we need to understand that going forward the child is priority. You can have as many kids as you like if you're yeah, going to have them. Have as many kids as you like. But they need to know who they are. Yeah. And as well as if you want to be one of those people that goes out and and because you are that way inclined, it doesn't mean you got to have a baby every time. Don't no. do it. It's called sexually liberated. If you're sexually liberated, <laughs> fair enough. But come on, don't be populating the world at the same time, you know. And then us now we're discussing this topic because like um mr manager said that is something that's taboo Mm. and that's not spoken about Mm. it needs to be spoken about we need to raise awareness on these things we need to raise awareness on a lot of things yeah and what do we we, what we're going to keep quiet because we don't want to offend anybody but that's what we do in our society in our in our community this is what we do we just brush everything under the carpet it's it's Oh no no no! That's not what we talk about. Mm. We don't we don't discuss those things out loud. And now this family, they've got to deal with the aftermath of not knowing um who they were originally. So knowing who we are, and exploring and trying to find out the background. And if we do start up in a new relationship, that we'll at least get to know that person and their family, just to for is, peace they of were mind. Three years before this, but yeah. um. Bev makes the point. She said that where were the family when they got married? Because they would have invited their families to their wedding. Dad might be dead. We don't know. Yeah, but what about the other family? They probably didn't know about the other person. That's what I'm saying. In some cases, they don't even know that they're they're related. Man, steep. It's very deep. deep. It's deep as... 
is is deep. But just um, I feel it for them. I do likewise. Feel it for them. Likewise, you know. But thank you so much for your um, answers tonight, guys. And yeah, it goes very very deep um, as regards to this subject. Mm. But just to be aware of it and know if you're a woman that we can be in control of our fertility. We don't have to have tons of children. And if you're a man, knowing if you want to go out there and be sexually liberated, that you protect yourself. You don't need to sow yeah. your oats at the same no. time. I think they should bring out a man pill. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Yeah, they'll forget to take it and still could, end could up you, with the same problem. Could you imagine men going through the hormones that you have to go through when you're on birth control? It might calm them down a bit. Who knows? It might calm them down a bit. <laughs> I'm not even going to... So shouting out all the DJs on the station. Um, you can catch D Charlie Muir tomorrow, as well as Darnell, the therapist. Um, tonight, following me from 8 till 10, is DJ Laro with a Vibe Show. And please do check out our Facebook page. Um, if you can, uh, there's a schedule there to show what DJs are playing live, as well as the website, www.allflavorsradio.com. So, Lily, we're starting a new book tonight, right? We are starting a new book tonight. And I want the listeners to tell us how they want us to do this, because... The book we're starting is The 100 Greatest Leadership Principles of All Time. And it's split into five different parts. So we've got intelligence, trustworthiness, humaneness, courage and discipline. Now, do you want us to just go through part one, intelligence? Or would you like one from each category over the next couple of weeks? So this week we do the first one from intelligence and the next one we do trustworthiness. I think we should do humaneness, so, to be honest, today. Should you do human? Well, that's just randomly in the middle. <laughs> but okay. It kind of seems to be brinking on what we're discussing tonight. So we get the listeners to tell us how what what order they want us to go in. Sh shout all the chat room crew, um, Sh Sh Chanel Taylor, DJ Laro, Joy McKay. You right, Mum? Right, Kimmy B. How you doing, Kimmy? Mark Philogene, and um, Pele Hoxton. Pele, please. I hope you got um, the T-shirt. If you could please take a picture of it so that we can post that up on the website, that'd be fantastic. Also, hollering um, Sonia, Sonia um, from Berlin. Um, guten Tag. Is it Guten Tag? Um, wishing you well. Um, Di Carlo, Gal Gal, and um, Marjak, John Ash, Isa, Anaya, Beverly, and Lindy. Thank you all for tuning in, especially um, we're going to shout out um, DJ George Flavors as well. Um, thank you so much for giving us such a platform to really get out there and speak to people. And like we say, if you would like us to speak on anything particular, please let us know. OK, Lily. So what we're we going to. So we went to humaneness. Yeah. <clears throat> and these are very simple one liners. Yeah. The man whose authority is recent is always stern. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What that mean? The man whose authority... Say that again for me, please. The man whose authority is recent... Yeah. ...is always stern. Is that because he knows? Oh, that's because he's recently got his authority. So, no, as in, like... 
Yeah, that he's been elevated to a position, so he feels, you know, oh, yes, I'm boss. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. That but that's sense. not humane, is it? I don't know. I don't know why they put that under humane. But I guess it's to do with humanism, how humans behave. Okay. Maybe. So the man who's got his authority... Yeah. He's been given that authority. Powerful. He's powerful. He stands up straight and yeah. tall and... And thinks that, hey, you're beneath me. Or maybe That's the not person... That's what stern means. What does stern It means mean? that they're just... They make their assertive. mark. They're assertive. That's the right word. Mm. They are assertive. One who is, is in charge of their fertility is assertive. Yes. One who... Wants to be sexually liberated, but not Protected. so their royal oats is assertive. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's having the authority, but being or being in control. Using it in the right way. Mm. Because lots of us are in positions of authority. Having a relationship, you're in a position of authority, both of you to be responsible to each other, right? Some mm. are irresponsible, but it's about using that authority wisely in the right way and yeah. in a loving way in a loving way all right and we'll be going through that um the greatest leadership principles i love that because they were one-liners we mm-hmm. finished the 10x rule and the 32 principles of that and wow lily any last words um thanks for listening guys we have been going for 52, 56 weeks now. 57. 57, 57 weeks? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was 56. Last week was 56. So we're, Ooh, we're getting there. We're getting, we're getting there. there. And um, like we say, if there's anything that you'd like us to tackle, please feel free. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Give yourselves a nice round of applause. Mm. And um, yeah, DJ Laura will be following us from 8 till 10. So I guess, Lily, all we have left to say is we will see y'all on the the other other side. side. Take care.